Hello everyone, welcome to the Semi-Charm Podcast. This is JML. Recording this episode of WrestleMania Hot Takes. We'll jump right into that in just a moment. But first, let's play some intro music. Alright, first match of the evening for WrestleMania was the Triple Threat for the Intercontinental title. Which was Seth Rollins versus The Miz, who's the champion, versus Finn Balor. Uh, it was a solid match. Uh, I thought it was a good way to kick off the show. Um, Seth Rollins came out as a White Walker from Game of Thrones. I've never actually watched the show, but uh, it looked pretty cool. He had those ace blue contacts in during the entrance, which was really, really cool. Um, a lot of spots in the match that were uh pretty cool especially the, the finishes with the uh curb stomps um seth rollins is now the latest member of the shield to be a grand slam champion um congrats to him we'll see how his reign goes and uh what's next for finn balor Seems like once again he's kind of getting the short end of the stick. Maybe he goes to SmackDown. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And then you have the Miz probably taking some time off to be with his uh, daughter and Maurice for probably the next couple weeks. I, w- I would say, just hypothetically speaking. And um, yeah, I mean. I think The Miz should go to SmackDown as well and start up or finish the feud that was started many moons ago with Daniel Bryan. I think that would be a big money match um, anytime they decide to pull the trigger for that. So, yeah, um, if I'm going to give it a star rating system, I would say that match was about a three and a half star match. Pretty solid. Good opener. The second match was Charlotte Flair versus Asuka. SmackDown Women's Championship. Asuka had the right to challenge Charlotte for the belt. We had the undefeated streak on the line. And, uh, I mean... Everyone thought Oscar was going to win, including myself, but the more and more you think about it, I mean, obviously now uh, we know that Oscar lost, that, um, the more and more you think about it, it just makes more sense for Charlotte to win, um, building to a potential Charlotte Ronda Rousey WrestleMania 35 main event, maybe the first time the females will headline a WrestleMania, and those are the two biggest names that you can put on the marquee that can transcend just not only in the wrestling business, but outside of it, with Charlotte having a last name, Flair, and Ric Flair is one of the most popular wrestlers of all time, uh, even outside of the wrestling world, like people know who Ric Flair is. And uh, we'll certainly pay attention to that match. And uh, I thought it was a good call. And 
in, in my opinion, that match was probably match of the night. Um, they really, it was the first time that, in my opinion, Asuka's been pushed to the limit. And I think it proved that, uh, Charlotte's probably the greatest female wrestler to ever lace up the boots. And she's just getting started, which is unbelievable. And I can't wait to see, uh, where she goes in the next year and just how much better she gets and how much better Ronda's going to get. And we'll talk more about Ronda in a minute. Uh, five star ranking system. I'm going to give this match, uh, five stars. It's the best, uh, match involving two female athletes, uh, in WrestleMania history. By far, and it might be WWE's best produced female match ever. So, hats off to both of them. And this is just going to be some quick, quick, quick takes. Um, so, I'm going to condense uh, about three or four matches in here and uh, just make it one big, not one big, but one smaller sized segment. Um, yeah, the Bludgeons uh, become the SmackDown Tag Champs. Um, it's interesting. I wouldn't give the match more than two stars. Uh, it was basically a squash match, and uh, they could have definitely done more, but it's it's okay because they're building the Bludgeons into the powerhouse tag teams, and hopefully the Usos go to Raw along with the New Day, or maybe the New Day stay, or I don't know, maybe they break up. I don't know, but Bludgeons should definitely get challenged by the Authors of Pain sometime in the near future. You uh, had the Fatal 4-Way for the U.S. title. It was okay. I'll give it two and a half stars. Uh, you have Jinder Mahal walking away with the title. Um, I think that was the right move. Out of all the guys, he's a legitimate heel. They need another heel champion. Well, they need a heel champion on the brand. And, uh, maybe he goes over to Raw, and the IC belt goes over to SmackDown. We'll see. Um, then you have the Nia Jax versus Alexa for the Raw Women's Jet type title. Um, it was an okay match. I thought the finish was cool. The Simone drop off the top rope. The storyline itself was okay. Um, so you have Nia Jax now as the Robins t uh, champion. Who's going to challenge her down the road? We'll see. Still have Carmella with the money in the bank, but she's on SmackDown. Maybe she gets drafted over to Raw. We don't know. Um, but out of a five-star system, I give this two stars. I thought they could have done a little bit better. Um, there was times where I thought both of them were gassed during the match. So we'll see uh, where Alexa goes from here as well. But, yeah. Um, so that's about it for the quick hits. You have the mixed tag team match with Ronda Rousey, Kurt Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie. 
this match blew my expectations, and Ronda Rousey showed up very well during this match. So did Kurt Angle. Uh, storytelling was great. Physicality was great. Um, Ronda Rousey, her first match, I mean, I thought she performed very well. And I'm excited to see where they go with her from here. Um, because, I mean, she started at the very top in terms of competition. Once she's cemented in this woman's division, who are they going to pair her against? I mean, that's going to be the, the problem, I think, with booking her initially. Um... I just hope they don't give her a bunch of squash matches. I uh, hope she gets paired up against like the Sashas, the Baileys of the world, um, before you know she goes on to probably face Charlotte next year at Mania. I want to see how this build goes. She's probably going to win the Royal Rumble next year, so um, I'm interested to see where they go with her, and she might be. I don't know. She might be the biggest thing in the company in the next year or two. So hats off to her. Hats off to Triple H, Stephanie, and Kurt for putting her over. Well, I'm going to talk about the Bar versus Braun Strowman and his mystery partner, which I, I I'm all for the kids and I'm all for. Anything can happen in the WWE, but I thought they went a little too far last night picking 10-year-old Nicholas, who ended up being reported as referee John Cone's son, who uh, John Cone was actually the referee for that match. Um, Braun Strowman basically single-handedly took out the bar, who have been one of the best tag teams in WWE over the last couple of years, he took him out by himself, which is okay. I mean, I get it, Braun's a, a beast, he's a monster. But, I mean, now you have a tag title on a 10-year-old kid. Um, it's definitely set this division back um, quite a bit. I mean, I don't know. I just thought they put themselves into a corner with this match to begin with, and Braun Strowman really really should be, I don't know, in, in a different feud or different angle than going for the tag belts. But it is what it is. We got to deal with it for now. But um, I'm going to give the match a half a star. It was definitely the worst match uh, <laughs> at Mania. So, yeah, unfortunate. We have the return of Daniel Bryan teaming with Shane McMahon versus Sammy KO. Uh, they snuck up on Daniel and Shane and basically took Daniel Bryan out of most of the match. Uh, Clamored to see Daniel Bryan. He got he got in. He did what he had to do. They told the story. The crowd was totally into it. Um, was it the best match in the world? No. I'm going to give it three stars just based on the freaking the crowd just eating it up and Daniel Bryan just his his reaction I mean he makes his matches seem real and uh, a lot of superstars can 
could learn a thing or two from him. So my hat's off to him. I can't wait to see where they go with him as an in-ring competitor. Um, it's a very exciting time to be uh, a fan of WWE, especially, you know, the SmackDown brand, if he stays on that brand. So hats off to Danny Bryan. I'm going to talk about the match between Taker and Cena. Uh, John Cena was sitting out there in the crowd. A referee came over, told Cena that the take Taker was there. Uh, Cena comes out in his wrestling gear about like a half hour later. Match is scheduled for one fall. Lights go out. Elias comes out and trolls everyone, which was great. Great heel heat for Elias. Cena goes back into the crowd. Um, Elias starts playing a song. John jumps back into the ring. Beats up Elias. Um, leaves the ring. Lights go out. Taker shows up, accepts the challenge. We have the match. And in a squash, Taker defeats John Cena, and uh, it's great. Um, Taker looked in, in great shape. Is this his last WrestleMania match? I don't know. I think this builds to career versus career next year, Cena and Taker, um, which will be a co-main event, I think, with Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. So that's my opinion. I'm gonna rate the match uh, two and a half stars because it just—I mean—it was a squash, but but it was cool to see Undertaker. And uh, yeah, that's all for that. All right, I'm gonna talk about Shinsuke Nakamura, the 2018 Royal Rumble winner, versus AJ Styles, the best wrestler in the entire world. Um thought the match was evenly matched. Um it was good. Uh they wrestled a very methodical pace. It was like they didn't want to give too much away. And the way the match ended and the post match shenanigans uh make sense. because uh, it looks like it's gonna be a series of matches that they're going to have. Um AJ Styles retained, which no one predicted. No one thought he was going to walk out of WrestleMania champion or still the champion, and he did. Shinsuke turns heel, low blows. AJ Styles kicks him, gives him the Kinshasa, whatever the fuck they call it. And, yeah, um, I mean, and the... Two or three minutes that he turned heel, Shinsuke was more interesting to me than his whole entire WWE main roster run so far. So, definitely a good thing for him to turn heel. And we'll see where they go from here with AJ and Nakamura. Hey, and the main event was Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. The Universal title um yeah i mean the fans didn't really care about this match to begin with it seemed like they didn't during the match i thought the match was better than what people said it was uh 
five stars? No. Is it a five star match? No. But I would say it was a three star match. It told its story. I, I thought it was ridiculous though that Roman kicked out of six F5s or five F5s and, you know, finally got put away with the sixth one. Uh, Braun Strowman lost a one F5. I mean, the booking was just really odd. Um, no one thought Brock was going to retain, but he did. And people are still not happy. I don't know. When does Brock lose this belt? Who does he lose it to? I don't know. You guys can, you know, comment. Leave me a voicemail, whatever. Let me know. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss for words because... It's a shame that the Universal title, which is on Raw, which Raw's always going to be the A-show, you have a champion that's only there um, maybe a quarter of the year. Um, so it's, it was disappointing to me. I'd rather have a belt on Roman because at least he's there. So, yeah, we'll see uh, what ends up happening tonight on Raw, but... I don't know. We will uh, have to wait maybe till Bobby Lashley debuts. I don't know. But, yep, that was my synopsis of that. I think Roman should go away for a little bit and uh, sell that that color that he was sporting. Um, the blood. And stay away for at least two weeks. And then come back to sell that injury. But we'll see.